Welcome everyone to episode 38 of The Cuckoo's Nest. This is Stephanie. On today's episode, I just wanted to focus on two very effective emotions, guilt and shame. Guilt and shame are generally negative emotions. And I lived with the depths of these emotions for most of my younger life. So much so that I internalized it. It became who I was. I was always defensive. And I didn't want anyone to see these raw emotions in me. And for those of you who have been listening, I did not talk for much of my childhood. I did not share my thoughts. Um, because who could I share them with? However, after... I left that household. This was my first time interacting with the world without any kind of filter. It was all me and there was the world. So as a 17, 18 year old, I'm just like, okay, let's figure things out. However, every time I wanted to do something new or fun, I would be riddled with guilt and shame because it's like, well, you know, good girls don't party and good girls don't do that. And I mean, these were stupid scripts in my head that I didn't actually have a chance to decide if I truly believed in those things. And that's that's one of the scarier parts of therapy is that through all of my work and reflection and trying to better understand my emotions, there are a lot of events and memories that are coming back where I'm just like, the heck? Like, that was awful. <laughs> and only now do I have the clarity to be like, okay... I understand why I felt guilty and ashamed of that, and here are the reasons why. But when you're a child or you're younger, you just, you have no idea. You're just like, well, why is everyone judging me right now? And they might not be, <laughs> but it's it's very scary to doubt yourself that way. I bring it up, though, because... It was only in turning off those emotions that I started to have fun in the world for the first time in my life. And I'd say that's been my philosophy for the past decade, just do whatever I feel like because I'd never had that freedom before. And now that I have confronted my true self in close relationships, I'm trying to introduce these feelings back into my life. And when I say I've been working on my mental health, it's something like sitting down and choosing to remember all the shameful or guilty moments. And what's nice is that I can say, actually, no, Stephanie, that was not, you were not guilty. That was not shameful. You're fine. And it's really fun because the the tone of voice I just used right now is the tone of voice I use with my students. And, you know, I, I had to correct a student today because he tried to share his screen while I was teaching. And, 
you know, this is just one of the many joys of doing distance learning. And I immediately stopped. And I had to freeze it out for a second and say, no, this is absolutely not the time. This is absolutely inappropriate because you're taking time away from the other students who are trying to learn. And until you can teach me how to learn, how to read, you know, we're not doing that today. And I can say very clearly that the intention was for him to feel guilty and ashamed because it was not productive for our community at that moment. And that, and that's how we have a social contract in our society. You know, I pay my taxes so cops don't actually shoot me in the face. Okay, deal. And that was the bargain that I was discussing with the student today. And here's the thing. I want him to also internalize that idea. I have control over what to do right now. And I owe a responsibility to my fellow students and my educators to not disrupt the lesson and take over the screen, even though I can. And that's a huge lesson for a young child to learn. But by reinforcing it and being steady with my voice, steady with my commands, that could turn into a very fruitful interaction. And it won't be that he'll walk away feeling guilty and ashamed internally and think that he is guilty. Instead, it's, here's this dose of negative emotion. And, and that is supposed to keep you from touching the hot stove again. So let me bring this all back. I have two anecdotes from TV shows, obviously, and I'll just drive this home. The reason I even started thinking about guilt and shame is because I just watched the most recent episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And for those of you who don't know, I'm obsessed with the franchise because it puts on display very blatantly human emotions that I have had a very hard time tapping into in a healthy way throughout my life. I'll explain more in another episode, um, the pros and cons of reality TV. But for me, it really, really is just a great franchise because I'm learning so much about mental health just by watching these people. (laughs) Um, Case in point, the character of, I know these are real women. They have real lives. These are their real names. But anytime I refer to them on this show, I'm going to refer to them as characters because I think it would be a disservice to believe that whatever is portrayed on TV is their full self. And I've probably made the mistake in the past calling them just women and not acknowledging the uh, superficial nature of reality TV, but there it goes. So anyways, this character, Jen Shaw, uh, it was really hard to watch this episode because I have been her in this scenario where you feel attacked and you all you want to do is destroy everyone around you. And it is at the detriment of close relationships. And she's doing exactly that in this episode. And it's really, really hard to stomach because she can't even apologize without offering excuses. But let's pull back for a second. This woman is uh, Chinese and Tongan. And at some point, her family relocated from the Pacific Islands over to Utah. And she stands out. She marries a black man and she converts to um, from the Mormon church to Muslim. And uh, sorry, that was probably the wrong verb, but you get what I mean. 
she has a lot of anger in her that I'm not even going to try to guess too much about where it all comes from, but she does say in the show that she feels lonely and, you know, essentially like abandoned. And so everyone's a target. Everyone, even her husband. And he's the one she misses, right? Um, it's really sad, though, because as you see all of this happening and you know she's hurting, it's like she's still destroying the very relationships that are going to keep her sane. And again, I've done this. I've done this many, many times. And if you guys have seen the episode, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But when you're sad and hurt and your basic needs you feel are not met, it's you're on a tear. You're a wounded animal. And without the feelings of guilt and shame for... I mean, she's she's done a lot of crazy shit on this show. She's thrown a glass onto a driving range. She's stomped out of parties. And she's been very vicious and heinous. And I'm saying she's been that way. I'm not saying she is that way. Because, again, I can tell she's hurt. And... She acts out this way, and until she can tap into her feelings of guilt and shame, I don't think she's ready to hear from literally anyone because she doesn't feel bad yet. She doesn't feel ashamed that at her own husband's surprise birthday party, she lost control of her emotions and took a glass and threw it onto the driving range. So inappropriate. I don't even know if, like, they lost any kind of deposits for that night, but it's just been wild. And guilt and shame are supposed to be, you know, the bumpers, the bumper railing on, you know, bowling lanes. And it's like, ooh, 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 don't, don't go too far. Don't go down that path. And you're supposed to reflect, right? Like, ooh, that didn't make me feel very good. I really hurt my friend there. Or I really said something that was inappropriate or... First of all, just was too painful and cut so hard. I never should have said that, right? Anyways, it was hard to see, but it also held up a mirror. And it made me realize even more that I need to be okay with these feelings. So I don't act out. And I have. I really, really have. So that's one anecdote. And then just a, a, a softball kind of one. It's from Grace and Frankie. And by way of Jane Fonda, Grace is talking to her daughter and just saying, hey, you know, how's work? And her daughter, who is very much like um, the character of Grace, is just like, well, you know, my bosses are really stupid. And, you know, I'm very hyper-competent, intuitive, and assertive. But her mother immediately comes back and says, you know, that translates into intimidating, argumentative, and strident. And her advice to her is, like, you need to learn how to play nice with others. And that is absolutely a lesson children should be learning when they're younger. And it means even though you are smart, don't bash people's heads in with that. And even though you are hyper-competent, it doesn't mean you can, you know, take up all the space and air in a room. We have to learn how to be humble. And like I said, with guilt and shame, it kind of shows you the edges the boundaries of what you can push with people 
And I know for the past decade, I suppressed a lot of those feelings because I was just tired of it. I was tired of feeling those negative emotions because I was forced to feel those emotions my entire young life. And by ignoring those, I finally got to break out of my cocoon. I got to figure out the boundaries of myself. And here I am today. Now, in my close relationships, I have made a lot of stupid mistakes. I have pushed and pulled people personally. And right now I'm trying to learn how to rein it back in because I have been hurt and I am sad. And at the same time, it doesn't give me the right to make anyone feel less than. And it absolutely is a time for me to reevaluate how I determine best how to move forward with someone's boundaries. And these are simple concepts, but it's literally like I'm teaching my students but in essence in essence I'm trying to reinforce these ideas in my head so when I tell my students you know don't mess with uh, you know they're trying to share their screens they're trying to type all these messages but when I take a moment and I say as of right now this is inappropriate the purpose is to say this is our time right now and you're disrespecting that time and there is a little bit of guilt in there and a little bit of shame but I'm trying to introduce these concepts to my students in, you know, very safe, innocuous ways that won't damage their sense of self. And hopefully this enables them to pursue their boundaries in healthy ways growing up. Unlike me. And granted, I'm not their parents, right? I have absolutely no control over the environment they are born into. But I can absolutely provide them with these social skills that will help them tackle anything that's the goal anyway that's it for this episode about guilt and shame um, I do want to explore this a little bit more and I will try to figure out the best way to do so because me talking about my experiences can only get us so far so maybe if I actually include um, reference material on my website you know clips from tv shows that demonstrate that point um, I'll give that a try. And as always, any feedback is welcome. I'm, you know, this is my safe space. I'm playing around with things, seeing what comes out of my brain, flexing that creativity muscle. And this is all in the greater guise of saying, I want to do more for the world. And I know this is a skill that I have and I want to really strengthen it. And you all are here and I appreciate the support and the encouragement. It's always lovely to hear from you all. And this is it for January 2021. We will come back in February with even more episodes. Thank you all so much. This is Stephanie, episode 38 of The Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs>